Hello there, beautiful people. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called The Whole Truth and Nothing But the Truth. One of the things that Hillary and I always include in our Chiropractic from the Heart workshops is breath work. Breath work's an incredibly powerful tool for removing interference between the head and the heart, as I talked about in last week's episode. Our first experience with breathwork was about 30 years ago now. It was at a Sigafoos gathering workshop, and it was called holotropic breathwork. Over the years, we've incorporated that with other forms in our work, but one of the things that I still love about holotropic breathwork is the name. Holotropic literally, literally means to turn or move toward wholeness. Breathwork is indeed one of the most powerful tools I know of to help us turn or move toward wholeness, or more accurately, to help us return to wholeness, because wholeness is our normal and natural state of being. Wholeness is defined as the state of forming a complete and harmonious whole, the state of unity. Well, as chiropractic people, we know the truth of that definition for sure. The idea of a complete and harmonious whole is woven through all of chiropractic philosophy. The idea that nothing is lacking and nothing is missing, that everything we need to thrive on all levels is already in there. By virtue of our innate intelligence and its oneness with universal intelligence, you and I are whole. You and I represent one complete and harmonious whole. Well, so what, you ask? <laughs> Thanks for asking. So everything would be my answer. The word whole itself comes from the same Greek root from which we also get the words hail and heal and healthy. Also, the word holy, but that'll be another podcast episode. In the meantime, for me, all of those words mean essentially the same thing. And once again, <coughs> excuse me, they all describe our normal and natural state of being, our default location, as it were. The truth of our wholeness is about the best news there is. For one thing, our health and our ability to heal flow directly from our wholeness. We couldn't possibly be healthy, and we couldn't possibly heal if we weren't whole already. Healing is holotropic. It's a return to the normal state of wholeness. Even the simple healing of a wound, which isn't so simple, by the way, <clears throat> excuse me again, is a return to a pattern of wholeness, which doesn't include gaping holes in our skin or blood leaking out of our body. And though we study the body as a bunch of parts, it's really one harmonious whole. And when the whole is in its normal harmony, the parts are taken care of. Health, then, is simply the full expression of our wholeness, which our innate intelligence is continually seeking to manifest. And this is true whether we are expressing symptoms and feeling sick, or we're feeling yippy-skippy, whether we're working or on vacation, whether we're asleep or running a marathon, something I've never done. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. We are all whole. And not only does that give us a huge advantage on the health and healing fronts, but when we know that we know that we know that we are whole, it changes everything in life. 
If we knew we were whole in every moment, we wouldn't be so quick to seek approval or love or joy or peace or health from outside ourselves. We wouldn't be so afraid of our external environment and everything in it. If we knew we were whole, we would have far less need for conflict, for judgment, for separation. We'd have far less need to make you wrong so I can be right. We'd have far less need for defensiveness or for resisting or fighting life just the way it shows up. I know that when I'm aware of my wholeness, I feel the winds of life at my back. And when I'm not, I can instead feel like a salmon running upstream, banging my head on rocks. When I'm aware I am whole, I am the way of innate rather than in the way of innate. When I'm aware I am whole, I live my principles and values. I live my highest vision, and I become the change I wish to see in the world. Yes, folks, you and I are whole, but, alas, we don't always express all of that wholeness. You and I express and experience wholeness just like we express and experience life through our consciousness, through our nervous system. And there can be interference to that expression. And the interference can be in the spine, and it can be in our consciousness, in our awareness. It can be between our head and our heart. So maybe a better definition of holotropic is to turn or move toward the expression of wholeness, to turn or move toward the awareness of wholeness. I like that definition better because we don't really have to move toward wholeness. Wholeness is what we are, and therefore wholeness is where we are. It can never be anywhere but right here and right now. I, on the other hand, can definitely be other than right here and right now. I, indeed, I have explored lots of other places and other times in my life for long periods of time. So I certainly can move closer to wholeness in my awareness. When I was born, I'm pretty sure I wasn't aware of anything else but wholeness in the here and now. But for some reason or another... I spent the first half of my life shooting holes in my wholeness, moving away from it in my awareness, becoming blind to it, forgetting and denying it, while I merrily went along gathering evidence that I was somehow separate or deficient or lacking or weak. And therefore, I had to manipulate and control my environment and all my brothers and sisters so that I can continue to feel safe and healthy in the world and feel good about myself. Well, of course, the darned environment and those darned other folks didn't always choose to cooperate with my plan. And when that happened, instead of remembering I was whole, I chose to suffer. Hmm, pretty nuts for sure. You and I are like 1,000-story skyscrapers, and yet we may only know the top floor, namely all that crazy stuff going on in our heads. So now it's helpful to do weird stuff like lying on the floor, breathing heavily and rapidly, screaming and crying and giggling uncontrollably, in order to discover the other floors, some of which are far more loving and far more resilient 
than the top floor. There are lots of other ways besides breathwork, of course, most of which are gentler and probably slower, but needing ways to awaken, reawaken to my wholeness makes me wonder sometimes why I left in the first place. <laughs> so now I have to work at getting back to exactly where I started. Well, if you wonder that too, let me assure you, it really doesn't matter why we left that awareness. The beautiful news is that our wholeness is still here. No matter how much or how little of it we've expressed up to now or are expressing now or how often we've acted in our life from other than wholeness, it's still here. It's still ready, willing, able, and eager to express itself fully. That really is beautiful news. Let's breathe that in. Yes, there's no doubt that the world projected an image of separateness and lack on all of us, and we all bought into it to some degree. But we all have also caught glimpses of our wholeness, whether through something like chiropractic or breath work or yoga or meditation or athletics, or simply by being with a newborn baby or being out in nature. Well, if we can be aware of it sometimes... We can be aware of it all the time, or at least more of the time. And it starts with believing that wholeness is indeed our normal state, and then making an intention and a commitment to keep our noses pointed in the direction of embodying that belief. And just because you're listening to this podcast, I know you're already on that journey. Hopefully, you're already getting your spine checked and adjusted regularly to, to keep interference in your nervous system to a minimum. And hopefully, you're also already practicing some of the countless heart-based tools there are out there, many of which I've mentioned in 155 prior episodes of Stew on This, to help clear the interference between your head and your heart so you can become more and more aware of your wholeness, so you can identify more and more with your wholeness. If not, I encourage you to start. In this world right now, where a lot of us tend to wonder if we're doing enough, this kind of work is something we can all do, and undoubtedly, we can all do a bit more of it. That's been my intention and my journey for the past 30 years, to express and be aware of my wholeness in every moment. I most definitely not there yet, but I'm a heck of a lot closer. And I have to tell you that with every single inch, with every single step along the journey, my levels of joy, of peace, of fulfillment, my impact on others, and my capacity to love have grown tremendously. Hmm. Thanksgiving Day is coming up this week in the United States, and I am so immensely thankful to be sharing this journey with all of you. It's just because we are each whole, harmonious, and complete in ourselves does not mean we don't need each other to become more aware of that truth and to actually live our lives as if we were aware of that truth. Our connection our shared chiropractic purpose and intention, our compassion and love for each other, they all help us go beyond our individual abilities to remember our wholeness. 
And then, just as members of a symphony orchestra come together with their individual talents and abilities and create something even bigger and better and more beautiful, you and I can continue to move toward an awareness of our wholeness together and create a symphony of such sweetness and harmony that it plays eternally on the hearts of all people everywhere so they can remember that they too are whole and healthy and holy. Just imagine a world like that. Well, the world is already whole. It would help a lot to manifest that vision if we could see it as whole. And that begins with seeing ourselves as whole and supporting each other as we walk together on this holotropic path. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.